I'm just glad that Ricky had a shirt on when he injured the screen. That would have been weird. How crazy would that have been? Weird no shirt, Ricky. No, no shirt. John Two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared Who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it Started a website where players go to see all their picks The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to So next time that the horses all line up at the post Make sure you use the website That'll win you the most Whether Churchill, Oakland, Gulfstream Parks, and Matoga And all tracks in between There's only one side to go to When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets Plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets RacingDudes.com for all of your needs RacingDudes.com for all of your leads RacingDudes.com for all of your bets RacingDudes.com as good as it gets RacingDudes.com for all of your needs RacingDudes.com for all of your leads RacingDudes.com for all of your bets RacingDudes.com, as good as it gets. What is up? I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Halterman. This is Blinkers Off. And let, look at this. I mean, we got the crew. I, I'm not live from Saratoga, but I see three three little fuckers who are. What's up, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we got a cast of characters tonight, Jared. The cast of characters. Well, right? Saratoga Slim? Slim? I'm a all right. You know that for sure. <laughs> Saratoga Slim, of course, Vinny from Real Dynasty. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? Man, Halterman, did you just go around the streets looking for people that wanted to be on tonight's show or what? Listen, I recruited people. I had some dinner with Maggie Wolfendale. She said, I'm not coming on that show. And then I had some dinner with some other people. They said, no, these boys right here, they said, sure, I'll come on this show, this shitty show of yours. No problem. So we're here. We're ready. We pumped. We had a great opening day. I mean, listen, it doesn't get any better than what than, than being here at Saratoga. It's great. Slim, how does it feel to uh, to see Halterman? And, and and by the way, you're going back to the track tomorrow for the first time in a while, so you've got to be pumped, right? It's exciting to have Saratoga back and be back with this guy. The last time I saw both you guys, tax one. Tax one to Jim Dandy. Oh my day. God. That's the last time I saw Aaron Alterman. <laughs> so seeing him today, being back with my man. I still think tax one. Tax be Tacitus. It's a Jim Dandy. That's the last time I saw you guys. I gave I gave Jared a hug, told me you love me, and that was it. And I didn't see him for two years. But I will see you <laughs> soon, right, buddy? Yeah, I'll be well, I'll be I'll be back for the Whitney and of course the Travers. Okay. Uh, so we'll 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 find a way to see each other. But who would have thought? You know, you got Tax on one side, you got Tacitus, the number one fanboy of Tacitus over there on the other side. Uh, of course Tacitus got beat by Tax. That's what it takes. He always falls out of the game. That's what set off the whole pandemic. That race. It was a day. Yeah. <laughs> that was the worst race ever. And then they were like, you know, COVID came, and that was it. Just what I guess. Would imagine if uh, if uh, Tassus would have won? Shit, it knows what it would happen. There's some won. reality where he's never lost. <laughs> 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 yeah, somewhere Tacitus is the number one horse in the world, uh, but just not not in this reality. So, this world, uh, Saratoga, you, Vinny, and uh, Halterman, you guys were there today. How was it being back at the track? And of course, you know, full capacity is is back. And if, you know, Saratoga's, you know, it, it's obviously last year it happened, but it didn't really feel like it happened. So, Vinny, you're from there. Um, what was it like for you know to be back in kind of a semi-normal situation? It was awesome. 
It was awesome. Uh, first time I've seen live racing since the Haskell last year. So wow. it was uh, it was really cool being back. Halterman, did uh, how many white claws did you have while you were there? Oh, a few hundred thousand for sure. Yeah, I mean we had a hell of a time. I, I saw I saw Vinny. We were chilling out. We did we did a seminar today at the Trackside Grill. That was a lot of fun. And I saw Nick, and Nick had like this banana, and like shirts with bananas all over him. Uh, the other half of Real Dynasty. He said, look, man, I'm not taking it real serious today. Let's just get effed up. I said, cool. And so we did. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, listen, it was, just, it was just a party. Being back, it was so great. I mean, I was just so happy to walk through those doors again. And listen, I mean, if you're like me, 2020, uh, it was almost hard to watch Saratoga because it was just sad because nobody was there and you couldn't be there. And anybody, none of us could. Sad. And uh, to be back today was was fantastic um yeah i mean it was it was just great uh, being here this town is so cool if, you, if you've never been here this is just a, such a unique place you need to come i'll tell you what i i i sat in my house alone well with my dog and i i chanted i chanted with everybody when they went off on the first race they're all, and i mean i was i was so pumped uh I, I didn't miss a race all day yeah it was a little sad right um but hey look i'm in the new house so uh, that's yeah. why I couldn't go. I, I'm kind of in the middle of that process. So, um, but I am no longer in the parents' basement. So that's that's a win, right? Yeah. No, that's I it. I think that's it's it. okay. Yeah, a little more expensive than the parents. Solid, uh, solid give and take there, Halterman. All right, so uh, <laughs> we've got the Haskell to talk about. Obviously, Saratoga's back, but of course, the Haskell is yeah. huge this weekend. Uh, that's the main event of today's podcast. Of course, winning your end for the Breeders' Cup Classic. We've got some really good three-year-olds uh, in that one, including uh, Hot Rod Charlie and Mandaloon, who, it's funny, at one point we thought Ron Bauer was going to be in this race. So you had the winner, quote-unquote winner, of the Kentucky Derby, soon to be, I guess, maybe, who knows. Bob, Bob Baffert's a lot of denier again, so who knows. Um, but the soon-to-be winner of, with Mandaloon of the Kentucky Derby, you had... Ron Bauer, of course, and then and then you had uh, Hot Rod Charlie, who ran a probably a winning race. Not probably, he did win a running uh, run a winning race in the uh, in the Belmont. So really good three year olds, kind of the best we have to offer right now, other than essential quality. Um, but we have that, and of course, Saratoga, uh, Del Mar. Del Mar kicks off. This is like what a time to be alive, boys. I mean, it's Del Mar, <laughs> Saratoga, the yeah. Haskell. Golly, I mean, it, to me and for us in racing. Doesn't it feel like summer really doesn't begin until Saratoga begins? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, best thing I saw today, Saratoga and these guys. Come on. I mean, summer is here, brother, right? I mean, listen, Ricky and I went to Indiana Grand last week. That was cool, but they ain't shit compared to this. This is this is where it's at. We get 28 of our closest friends today. It was great, man. Yeah, it's uh, definitely feels, even though it's mid-July, it definitely feels like summer doesn't begin. Um Really, yeah. until and I don't think we need to waste any time with uh, the best thing you saw. No. Because I think we all can agree what the best thing we saw today. <laughs> it's the fact it's got to be the same for you guys all being there, and just the fact that we're back with Saratoga and Del Mar, and of course the Haskell this weekend. That it's easily the best thing because we're in that stretch now of summer racing that's really going to carry us into the to the Breeders' Cup. Oh yeah, yeah, we definitely are. I mean, the Haskell Breeders' Cup winning in for the Classic. And, and a deserving race for it. I mean, Hot Rod Charlie, obviously a lot of hype, but you know we got some sleepers in there as well. I, I think the Haskell is a, is a sneaky good race. Um, you know, I think overall that Monmouth card, it, it's not like, wow, this is the greatest card I've ever seen, but it's not terrible either. There's some decent betting races, but Saratoga, 
the Diana is we're going to talk about it. It is loaded. We got a 12 horse stakes race for two year olds in the Sanford. If you can't get excited this time of year, you probably need to have a different sport, right? Like you yeah. shouldn't follow horse racing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're in this time of the year and you're like, I can't, you know, you're not looking forward to like what's happening right now, then you need to either broaden your horizons, go make a trip to Del Mar, go make a trip to Saratoga or get the fuck out of game, yeah. out of the game. Because I mean, what, <laughs> I mean, come on, uh, you know, Halterman and I will be at Del Mar and Saratoga in the next couple of months. What's that? No, no. What did you say? You you paused. What did you say? <laughs> oh, I think your internet's uh, it's not great. Having some difficulties yeah. over there. <laughs> all I heard was all I heard yeah, was the brother, crack. Come of, on, it's all, a hotel internet. All I heard was the crack of the white. Oh yeah, well that yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that ex- uh, explains it. All right, now let's just get into today's show. All right, today's show we will preview the one million dollar TVG.com Haskell Stakes. At Monmouth Park at Breeders' Cup winning your in for the Long Jeans Classic. And, of course, we'll give rapid fire selections as well for the remaining stakes action this weekend at Del Mar, Monmouth Park, and Saratoga. Let's go! And they're off in the TVG.com Haskell Stakes. All right, the main event on Saturday at Monmouth Park. Race 12, the TVG.com Haskell Stakes. Grade one worth a million dollars for three-year-olds going to mile and eight. This is a Breeders' Cup winning you're in for the Long Jeans Classic Field of Seven. Lines up here. Six to five, morning line favorite. Number four, Hot Rod Charlie, your Belmont Stakes runner-up. Of course, essential quality, two essential quality. Ran a massive, massive race that day. Just got beat. Uh, Mandaloon, number three, your quote-unquote Kentucky Derby winner. Uh, number three, two to one. You got three to one on following C for now with Todd Fletcher, once trained by Bob Baffert. Can this horse stretch out? We'll find out. Um, and Midnight Bourbon, the horse that uh, seemed like a winner in the Preakness, but wasn't to be at nine to two, the number six horse. Guys, what do you think of this field? I mean, for me, like I said in the opener, other than essential quality, you're not, you're, you've kind of got what you want as far as trying to decide on what three-year-old is kind of that horse that can compete in the classic division with these olders later. It, I don't know about you guys. It kind of feels like hot rod Charlie. It's his race to lose. Like I, I think, I think he should kind of roll if he shows up with kind of that Belmont type of effort. Uh, you know, I think a cut back in distance. Oh, I mean, a mile and eighth, it's not like that's a short race, but it is compared to the Belmont, I guess. Uh, I, I think that's kind of not what he needs, so to speak, but just like that's, that's going to suit him pretty well. Uh, I think he's he's going to be tough. I mean, Hot Rod Charlie. I know it's a boring pick, six to five. I think he'll be tough. Um, I, you know what? I'll let you guys go first. I have a sneaky horse, but I'll let you guys go first with like who you guys like. Go ahead, Ben. Uh, uh, I mean, I agree with you on Hot Rod Charlie. Yeah. I, I think he's going to be. I think he's very. I think he's just the best horse in this race. Okay, so I would. I'm going to play him on top and just hope hope Mandaloon doesn't come in second. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how I'm gonna play it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Mandaloon's last race over this track. I mean, to barely beat Wyburn, and Wyburn's not much of a horse. I, I so I I'm gonna play against Mandaloon just because of that and try to get following seeing the number. I know mm-hmm. he's by Ron Happy, but I know on Haskell Day they soup that track up. It's gonna be fast. He's gonna be on the lead, especially leaving from the post and. I think Hot Rod Charlie would probably track him down late, you know, or probably mid-stretch. But I think he'll hold on 
for second. So that's kind of the way I want to play it. Maybe Fawn C somehow finds that way. I mean, if you take a look at the Brisnet Speed figures, Hot Rod Charlie won, ran one of the greatest races, you know, to lose the Belmont Stakes that people are saying, and he got a 110 Brisnet. Fawn C for his last race, first time with Todd Fletcher, got a 108. So those are the Brisnet numbers. So 110, 108. So I don't know if you could get this mile in an eighth following seat i think the track will carry him for a while but i want to get him in in the number i know he's only three to one but at least get mandaloon out of there he's an interesting one following c is definitely the the interesting one of this field because you just don't know what he is and also you know he's bred really well but you know run happy is obviously not known to to produce um you know distance horses he himself wasn't um much of a distance horse but obviously very good sprinting this horse has got sprinting on both the top and the bottom but the fact that todd fletcher now has decided to enter him here um he's dangerous and i think if you can you have to use him but you're a pace guy slim so tell me you know what you think is going to happen obviously hot rod he went out and you know set the pace uh in the belmont stakes he did that in the louisiana derby he tracked in the kentucky derby uh, blinkers off for him here at first time he's done that since uh he, he ran a maiden uh, special weight on the turf uh, so what do you make of that decision you and also the fact that following c drawing the rail he's going to be very quick midnight bourbon likes to be very forwardly placed um and mandaloon as well could be somewhat forwardly placed so lots of speed just hot rod gonna sit off of it you think here with the blinkers off yeah i think he asked that i think there's just too much speed on the inside with following C, leave him from the rail. So he'll have, you know, he'll have, he'll be, he doesn't need the lead. There was really no speed in the Belmont stake. So he just took the lead, just the same thing like in the Louisiana Derby. So I think he's going to be fine sitting off the pace, hot rod. Yeah. He, to me, uh, to me, he's not, he, Pratt made that decision um, in the Belmont. Like, Hey, I'm going to go because no one else is going to go. So I'm going to go and try to take this. He obviously, he ran very well in the Kentucky Derby sitting off of it. Halterman, uh, you know, do you think, you know, hot rod Charlie has not been a favorite. Gosh, I don't think, I think it was since that race that I just mentioned that made special weight. So it can't, I mean, do you, how much do you trust him at six to five? I know. I mean, I get that he should win. I'm with you. He's my pick. But how much can you trust him at six to five? No, I think you can trust him. I I don't think it's a trust issue. You you look at it, uh, you know, first time out as a three-year-old kind of knocking the rust off. Next time out, you know, wins the Louisiana Derby. Next time out, third in the Kentucky Derby. Next time out, second in the Belmont. I mean, come on. I mean, that, those are good races. <laughs> the horse has, has run some really good races back, back, back. I think you can trust him. I, I do want to circle back to following seat because I think that is the interesting horse in the race. And it's definitely a horse where we could sit here, uh, you know, Saturday evening or Sunday morning and go, well, what, what the hell that horse couldn't get the distance. And and it's possible, but he's kind of the unknown. And I think he kind of like, he is the horse in the race. Like we kind of know what Mandaloon is. We know, we definitely know what midnight bourbon is. Following he's the one it's like, what if he gets a mile and an eighth pretty decently? What if he gets out on that lead and they kind of overthink it and just let him go out in front and they think he's going to fade? I kind of trust, you know, I I guess trust probably isn't the right word with him, but I kind of feel like he's the upsetter here. I I, I don't think Mandaloon can beat Hot Rod Charlie. I really don't. I know Midnight Bourbon can't. I kind of think following C can. This horse has shown some freakish ability. 
his to me he's he's one of two and it's very wide spectrum he's like winning this thing with like going away like super impressive or he's off the board like i i just think he might be super freaky or he just might the the distance is going to hit him really hard he could be he could be like um and you i saw it on your twitter competitive yeah, edge yeah. and that he, he could be that type or, or he could stretch out and, and, and be very he good. He could. I, I personally don't like him at all. I thought this was a very weird spot for them to send him. Okay, so to your point, and I agree, yeah. I thought this was really strange. When, when a guy like Pletcher does it, it's kind of, to me, and, and everybody has a different opinion, and nobody's really wrong or right, but this is my opinion, is like, you know, if, if like, uh, you know, some dickhead sends him to the hassle, it's like, well, that's a terrible move. That's not going to work. When it's Todd Pletcher, it's like, well... I, I'm just curious with this horse. I'm just curious how much it is like it is Todd. Is it spin it, it, to me, it's been thrift a little bit here. It's right. You think that, so? that, yeah. That's kind of like that's kind of my thing with him because like I believe if I remember correctly, Competitive Edge had like a de- like a decent ownership, not as not as well known as Spendthrift, but like the his his, his uh, ownership was pretty big too, and they did the same thing. They were like, yeah. oh, instead of you know instead of running in the sprint races, let's go for the Haskell, and then. I mean that really ruined him. I mean they ran him back in the in the Allen Jerkins and he ran like fourth or something like that. I I, I just wonder how much of this is actually Pletcher wanting to send him or Spendthrift being like, hey, we want like we want to try the Haskell with him. Yeah, and, it's very funny. Competitive edge, super saver horse, yeah. run happy, it, super it, saver. Yeah, <laughs> it seems very odd yeah. too. Like given that it's Pletcher, that you you would. If you're gonna try him, now granted this is a stretch, but if you're gonna try him like in a big race, it's like because I mean he's going from he's going from maiden special weight, took him two to break it, goes to an allowance race, and then goes here. It's like maybe try something smaller, and then like go to the Travers or something. You know what I mean? I just don't know. Who, I just don't know who would have like. I mean, he's been doing great around one turn. I just don't know who was who would have lined, especially after his last race. Who would have lined up against him in the Amsterdam? Yeah, I mean, what? Maybe drain the clock, and that's it. Like, I, like, I feel like he, it, like, before the meet, I thought he was like the lock to win the Amsterdam, and then the Allen Jerkins. I don't see any other sprinter that is that's as good as him. So well, even if he doesn't win, I just hope it doesn't ruin him and uh, comes back. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say to your point, when you commit to the Haskell, you certainly take the Amsterdam off the table. Uh-huh. And if you if you're shitty in the Haskell and you really struggle, coming back in the Jerkins is not going to be quite as easy. If you're over here prepping, you know, two blocks over to our right, right. Especially now when you're talking about a, a Haskell so, that definitely did not come up light in terms of you've got a horse like Hot Rod Charlie who is going to make you make make you earn it no yeah. matter what he no matter what happens. You know, obviously Midnight Bourbon and, and Mandaloon just just classy horses in a sense that following C Steph, it's not like it's like a weak classic or a weak uh, Haskell and he's. He kind of step up there. I feel like I'd be more, and I feel like I'd be like more inclined to like maybe try him as like a long shot if he was like you know like eight to one morning line. I mean, he got respect in the morning line at three to one. I can't imagine he's really going to drift up from that. He seems to be the wise guy horse because you know everybody's either like oh either Mandaloon or Hot Rod Charlie, and then the people are like oh well following C can pull off the upset. So, I mean, you're going to get three to one on a horse that's never gone two turns. And he's going, like you said, it's a salty group. Uh, at least, like, the top part of the group is yeah. pretty salty. Yeah. Like, I just, for that three to one, I can't um, touch him. No, not a win. Let's talk about, I want to I ask hard, you guys real quick hard, about the. Not 
<laughs> you guys are like on the smallest delay, so I apologize if I walk over you, Slim. Uh, <laughs> so, so I want to I get to Dave's question, and you can get back to what you were saying, Slim. But what do you guys like? There, you can't whip at at, uh, at Monmouth Park, yeah. and so what do you? Does that t- do you have any? You know, do you go into your handicapping at all as far no, as change anything, or is that just no is that what means. it is? And who's going to be the best non-whipped horse? No clue what that I, means. I think the blinkers coming off of Hot Rod Charlie is a very big tell that he is he has improved since the Belmont. I don't think they take the blink. I don't think they take the blinkers off if he's not if he's not like <laughs> well on the bottom one. I'm good. Um, I don't think they take the blinkers off of him if he's, not, if he's not. Like if he's not improved. Listen, the whip, you can analyze that forever. You're not going to know until they run the race. And guess what? When they run the race, it's not going to matter because you you can't predict it. Uh, Mandaloon won over this track, and I don't think that can be looked at as a as a bad thing. It's a good thing, but. That doesn't mean that Hot Rod Charlie can't run without being whipped. That doesn't mean that Midnight Bourbon can't run without being whipped. It doesn't mean, Mand- uh, you know, uh, not Mandaloon, you know, we're not following scene. You all got to do it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, Mandaloon won, and that's great, but maybe the others would have won by more. You just don't, you don't know, um, and, and that's just something you're going to have to deal with. It's just another factor in your handicapping that is shouldn't have to be factored in that unfortunately has to because of this sport as just stupid ass rules uh all right uh final uh (laughs) final picks here real quick um you know i do think that the winner of this race barring the crazy you know picking time winning it or something um is like legit contender for the classic because i definitely feel like we have a pretty good three-year-old group um you know, I def, you know, Hot Rod to me, like Halterman said, like it's his race to lose. I think he's a legit classic contender. He needs to win here, right? He needs to win the classic win and you're in. Um, so I think Hot Rod, Mandaloon, you know, those, you know, following C, obviously, if he were to win, become very legit uh, uh, Breeders' Cup classic contenders. Uh, and this is not just like, well, they won this race and they can't face the olders. Like, no, I think they can. So final picks. My pick is Hot Rod Charlie. Slim, who you got? Follow and see. Let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I don't have the I don't have the the balls that Slim has, obviously, but I Clear. will go Clearly. Hot Rod Charlie. Vinny, what you got? Yeah, I'm gonna I'll stick with Hot Rod Charlie. All right, three Hot Rods and one following C. I'm not going to pick a favorite tonight. That's my goal. <laughs> All right, we're going to hold you to that. That's the picks for the Haskell Stakes on Saturday. <laughs> Time for Rapid Fire, presented by the Inside Track to the 2021 Haskell Stakes. Get the all-inclusive 13-page wagering guide to the 2021 Haskell Stakes. This Saturday at Monmouth Park in- uh, includes in-depth analysis of all six stakes on the card, including, of course, the $1 million Haskell Stakes that Breeders' Cup winner in. For the Longines Classic, but you know Saratoga's running. We're not going to not have coverage for Saratoga. So included in that as well, those six, you'll get eight stakes races, including the Diana and the Sanford on Saturday at Saratoga as well. So eight races total. You'll have everything you need for Monmouth and, of course, those two big stakes at Saratoga. Go get it right now at on the products page. If you're a subscriber, you'll get it for free. All right, today, if you're listening to this on Friday today or tomorrow, if you're listening to us live, the Run Happy Oceanside Stakes. Let's go to Del Mar. What do you say? You guys want to go to Del Mar? Let's go to race nine on Saturday or on Friday. The Run Happy Oceanside Stakes, three-year-olds going one mile on the turf. 
a nice little field here. I mean, it's, it's, this is a tough, this is like, I included it. Most of the time you would, you would not use one of these, but it's opening day. The Oceanside is just, it's always, you know, they always run on opening. So you gotta run, 10 horses are gonna, or I'm uh, sorry, 12 horses will run here. It's <laughs> Dream Shake. We talked about the, you know, some of those, uh, the three-year-old, uh, three-year-olds earlier. Dream Shake made his case on the dirt and tried. He didn't, now he's on the turf. What do you guys think of this one? Yeah, I don't like Dream Shake very well. Uh, you know, first time out on the turf and, and a horse that's struggled to win races. And I understand this is a little bit of a class drop, but I, I don't like Dream Shake all that well. I actually like an eight to one shot. I like number one, Harvard Memories in this spot. Uh, you know, this is a horse that's won two races in a row. One of those races going six and a half at San Anita. I know we got to stretch out to a mile here. I don't know. I like that eight to one price. Um, I think these connections are, are sneaky at Del Mar. Uh, you know, Pipey wins about 14% here over the last year. Um, you know, maybe not the greatest rider of all time, but has won two straight on this horse. So I think he gets the job done. I I'm going to go number one Harvard Memories at eight to one. I kind of like that horse. Dude, we're on the same page. That's, that's surprising. Oh my God. I know, right? Eight to one. I saw, I, I, I this is a tough one because, you know, I, I looked at Crew Dragon a little bit, which is interesting. First time with Saddler. <laughs> But uh, I'm with you. I think Harvard Memories is going to go out there and, and try to run. I mean, gets the, draws the rail, shows a lot of speed. I think this horse is going to try to get brave on the front end. I just don't see a lot of good horses that can really run him down. And I think this horse, you know, the buyers show that this horse is competitive with the rest of this field. And, you know, I he, he deserves, I mean, look at the way he's been running. This horse has never been worse than second, including two back-to-back -back wins. The last two on turf, this horse on turf, and three starts on turf is one twice with one second. So this horse is very good uh, on the turf, and I like the the, uh, the price here. So I like the one Harvard Memories. What do you other guys think? I'm in. Count me in. He's the reliever from the rail. He's an EP8. He should get the lead from the rail, and I think he'll take him gate to wire. Harvard Memories, I'm in. I like what makes Sammy run. He's the favorite, but he's leaving from the 13 post. I'm going to say off of him, and I'm sticking with you guys with the pace here. Harbor memories for me. Wow. Can we make it four for four, Vinny? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd not really look at Delmar, so <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just going to Four for four. Along. We're going to say four for four. Vinny is all in on number one. <laughs> well, Harbor memories. You heard it here. I'll be honest. Yeah. And now, to be fair to Vinny, to be fair to Vinny, if you live up here, you're yeah, not you don't give a shit. You don't. I you don't give a shit about Del Mar. I downloaded a PP. Why would you? And I didn't want to pick the favorite because of the posts. And then I didn't want to pick Dream Shake because he's a he's a slog. And then you guys said that, and I saw he was the the best speed in the race, early speed in the race. He's leaving from the rail. He's gonna get out. Boom! I'm in. Yeah, he, that, at least like that slam, you know, in a field that you don't Thanks, know. A lot, there's a lot of question marks in the field. At least with him, it's like, I don't want to get. Can he get go the whole way? Will he last? Will he get caught? Maybe. But you know he's going to give it a go, and that's my favorite kind of horse in a field like this. So uh, hopefully we get anywhere in the ballpark of 8-1. to one. We're all on, and, I, and Vinny, most importantly, is on number one, Harvard Memories. Yeah. Right, let's go back to the Spa Race 9, Forbidden Apple Stakes, Grade 3 on Friday. Worth 150K for four-year-olds and up, going one mile on the turf. Build of 10 in here for this one. Interesting what you guys thought of this one, because I, 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 I can make a case for a lot of them. And of course, there's several Chad Browns in here as well, so that makes it, I mean, clear why you would have to make a case for a few of them. But 5-2 to two on number 3, Value Proposition for Chad Brown. 
Uh, Delaware for Chad Brown at six to one, and Sacred Life. I can speak. I'm gonna speak for Halterman here at three to one and say I hate this horse. So if you want to <laughs> pick him, Halterman, go for it. But I he burned me so bad last time. I'm done with that idiot. No, I'm rooting for I'm rooting for him to lose that race. I, I'm not picking him. Vinny, kick us off here. Uh, I I mean I I really think it's Chad Brown's race to lose. <laughs> his horses did not run. I mean the one in the last race ran all right, but his horses didn't really run that great today. But in looking at this, the only horse I thought that honestly could beat them is he beat the Chads is Therapist, who Therapist just loves running one mile and he runs he runs the same race every time. So I that was the only horse outside of the three Chads I thought even had a chance. Uh, I I really I mean value proposition's been running running very well. So I, I hate to pick chalk, but I think it's really between you. You take the three chads and you move on. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I put value proposition on top. I, I just think you can trust that horse a little bit uh, more. Kind of going back to what you said, can you trust Hot Rod Charlie and the Haskell? I think you can trust you know value proposition the most in this race because he's just a very consistent horse. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with Vinny, though. I, one of these three chads are probably going to win. Um, you know, something interesting that we saw today, twice on the turf here, the horse on the inside rallies up strong to win. I wonder if that's something that might happen, you know, throughout the weekend or if it was just an anomaly today, because that was odd. Uh, You know, Todd Pletcher had a horse that looked home free, got beat by a horse that rallied up the rail. Chad Brown had a horse that I I wouldn't say he looked home free, but the horse looked like he was going to win and and got, got, uh, you know, rallied up on the rail and, and got beat. So, uh, that maybe something to look for, but maybe not as well. Uh, but anyway, yeah, value proposition is certainly the horse I think you can trust the most. Go ahead, son. I said I'm not picking a favorite, so I'll pick Sacred Life. All right, because uh, he's a second choice. Uh, and, hate, that hate that horse. Yeah, why not? It's gonna be one of the chads. I'll be playing all the chads on my ticket, and I'll probably throw a therapist in there, and I'm gonna throw a horse in there. They shooting. Oh, made you look. That's my horse. That's a nice song. So made you look. They shooting. Oh, made you look. You were slaves in this one. I've lost so much. No, he's twenty to one. He hasn't raced in two hundred and fifty-three days, but. I just had to say, major look. That's my horse. I lost so much money. Listen, if he, if he hadn't raced, he's still racing. <laughs> if he hadn't raced in two fifty-two, I'd be worried. But two fifty-three, just right for this oh horse. Look out! <laughs> Sacred Life will do exactly. I, I can already tell you. You don't have to watch the race, Slim, if you don't want to. Sacred Life will make a little bit of a run and finish like third or fourth, and that's what all right. I'll use him underneath. Horses <laughs> always. He always finds trouble. Yeah, he he'll, does. He'll just. Yeah. He'll be behind horses until the last like hundred yards, and then he'll just miss. Yeah. Well, Same I'm. Thing. I'm gonna no, take I'm gonna take a Chad Brown too and take one that you got none of you guys did and I will do Delaware because I just think this horse has Delaware. this horse has value um, and you get I love the fact that you see Jose Ortiz jump aboard here so obviously it's gonna be a jockey uh, upgrade no you know nothing against Franco but yeah I mean you get Jose Ortiz to ride you know this is a horse that has shown a lot of ability it just like you say needs to make a move up but obviously being a uh, you know a Frankel, you know, out of the course of a Galileo or by a Galileo, uh, RIP. You know, um, but you know, you got you got the, you got you got that uh, that angle, and you get the value. This horse has been pretty good this year. Um, just needs a little bit of racing luck, and I think he's got the ability. No, you get Jose. The pace is going to set up a little bit stronger for this horse. I think there's some early speed. 
I like number seven, Delaware. All right, let's go to Saturday at Saratoga Race 9. The Sanford Stakes Grade 3 with 150K for two-year-olds. Going six furlongs. And earlier, uh, I think it was off air, you guys said, you know, I think it was Ricky maybe said, if you got to see one horse, it's just this number one. Wit at eight to five. Todd Pletcher, Irad Ortiz. Really nice two-year-old, looking two-year-old on debut. Is this the horse to beat here? Or are you guys going to try to beat? You know, I think I think Wit is the horse to beat, but I am going to try to take a small shot against as far as betting a win because I do think Wit is going to take a ton of money. And again, I, I, if you want to bet Wit, I'm not going to really talk you off that horse. Looked very good. Uh, one of the few two-year-olds that this time of year that was like off the lead and won, and still won, like and well off the lead closed uh, a lot of times these races are won by horses just get out in front and hold on um that being said though i am going to take a small shot with the number nine headline report for uh wesley ward I, I i think this horse uh you know on debut looked very very good and if you read the press release that naira sent out they had some quotes from from wesley ward and i really think he he he's one of the trainers uh, I'll say one of the few that really kind of tips their hand. He really likes this horse. When he likes one, he will actually say it. Or a lot of people, or a lot of trainers, I should say, won't. But Wesley was like, listen, we're very, very high on him. We have a lot of big plans for him. I think he's going to run well here. That couple... You see who his sire was? Uh, Yeah, but the couple with the... Who's the sire? Formerly. <laughs> so, shout out to the Magic Mike show. Because my boy Magic You're is so full of shit. You're so full of shit. Yo, I, oh saw my God, I saw Gormley when I was at Del Mar in 2017. We walked up to him. Yo, Gormley stands for $5,000. This horse headline report sold for $550,000, which is a hundred and ten times, right? That's what Magic said on the Magic Mike show. Hey, you're the smartest guy in the room, Slim. This is on you, okay? That's what he said, Magic. This is on Magic. This is the math he gave out on his... Oh, boy. Listen, so Gormley is a piece of shit. He was on the racetrack. But listen, this horse is good. I think think this horse is really good. If you want to play with, that's great. But I think think Headline Report is a logical alternative. Hey, by the way, Wesley Ward, shout out to uh, Golden Powell today. Ooh. Holy shit. Ooh, he looked Holy good. shit. Okay, that horse was something special. That horse, I, I tweeted it out right after the race. Like, that legit is probably one of the better horses in training right now. I mean, given that I know he's a sprinter, but that horse, is, that horse is fucking fast. He flew the plane. Like, that is the definition of flying <laughs> the plane. He flew yeah, the plane. No shit. That was unbelievable. Off the, off the layoff. Woo! Yeah. He turned the corner. The I looked at Ricky. I said, BDR, this thing is over. Golden Pal in front after a half in 44 and 4. And now Golden Pal is pouring it on here in the stretch. Golden Pal was impressive here at Saratoga last year. And he's very impressive again today to win the quick call stakes. Yeah, and put up just, what was it, 21 and 44, yeah, something crazy. So just absolutely flew. Um, and it, when Wesley Ward has one like that, you know, Halterman, of course, that was one of our big bets at the Breeders' Cup. And from the start of that race, I was like, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, that, they're not going to catch this horse. And I didn't, yeah. like, he's, he's one of those horses, you see the fractions, and you're like, I don't care. No. Like, they're not going to catch that horse. Yeah, we were, Ricky and I did the seminar, and I said, you're going to know in two jumps if this horse is going to win today, because if he gets out to the lead, it's over. Yeah. And, and he, he did. Yeah, he did. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, what do you guys got in this race, Slim? I'll go with headline report. 
I'm not picking favorites, I said, so I think weight is a good horse here, but I'll go with the headline report. <laughs> it seemed Wesley Ward is, you know, high on this horse, and he won big today, so maybe he'll keep it going. So I'll check him, check him out, and uh, the Magic Mike show was talking about this Ottoman Empire, 10 to 1, and he's, uh, you know, like the guy on the television, the trainer. <laughs> Tom Amos! Tom Amos. Amos. That one ain't so maybe he had a nice throw him in the try. Yeah, real nice hey, this is a crazy race, right? The Sanford never gets 12 horses. Something crazy has to happen. So, you know, I'll try to play a trifecta with the two favorites and try to get Ottoman Empire in there somehow. And, you know, even if it comes with the top two on top of Ottoman Empire in third, and you have it a few times, it'll pay with a 12-horse uh, field. So you got to try to do something underneath here with this race with 12 two-year-olds anything can happen get it Vinny. i i like i i like wit and ottoman empire honestly those were those were my two so yeah, i think i don't like headline report i don't like i don't like i will not play it gormley wow i'm sorry Joseph, I like, <laughs> I, wow. i've been waiting if wit if wit wasn't by uh sired by practical joke i probably would try to beat him in a 12-horse field but like i between him and Gunrunner, I think they're going to be like they're going to be great sires for, you know, the next ten, oh ten hey, plus good years. Gunrunner so, horse today too. Yeah, so yeah. I'm I've been waiting for the practical joke. Hey, Gunrunner Philly. Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting for the practical joke horses and the Gunrunner horses, and I mean, I so far they have not disappointed really. So no, I'm I'm gonna stick. I'll stick with Wit until he, uh, until he. Mohamed has a horse in this race. Oh my god! Oh, Mohamed with the small <laughs> feet, brother. With the small feet. He didn't like Saratoga. No, Mohamed didn't like Saratoga. With the small feet. I, I, I think. I think I think Wit is a free square. Yeah, a really? Answer. You think he's a free square? But he's a closer. Yeah. Wow. He missed the he missed the break. He missed he's not a closer. He missed the break on a start and he ran like six. He beat him by. He, he looked like, I mean, he should have won around the turn. No, you're, yeah, you're right. Around yeah. the turn, he looked to beat, and then they straightened out when he like already had the lead. It was like, oh, that's that's impressive. I guess my thing is like a free square. I feel like I don't know if it's a free square. But a twelve horse race with two year olds. I think the last I saw a tweet earlier. I forget who tweeted it, but like the, if all twelve stay, it's gonna be the largest. It's gonna be the largest Stanford since uh, a fleet Alex one. Wow, two thousand three. So no matter what, what you gotta watch this race, even if you're not betting this, because like you say, I mean it's a huge field with a lot of potential horses that could be, uh, you know, obviously uh, you know triple crown type horses next year, being two year olds, and of course this kicks things off. Uh, for their Saratoga meets. So, yeah, you got to watch this race as far as what we'll be seeing, hopefully, in the next year or two. So, all right, let's go to the Don next Corton one, which is this race? one. Wow, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Dennis, Dennis said that. That's great. I hey, John's our boy. Big fan of the podcast, John. Big fan of the podcast, John. Ricky, Ricky just, Ricky no just perked off at the sound Ricky of the was sound asleep. Of- he becomes a John Sports writing? Wait, what? 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 What?
buy like crap it before took, I bought it. Took, <laughs> it took John Court to get Ricky on the podcast. He was like, oh, I was going to say, coming on podcast. I'm, I'm just excited. I'm just glad that Ricky had a shirt on when he entered the stream. That would have been weird. How crazy would that have been? been no shirt, Ricky. No, no shirt. John Court? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? what what happened uh fun fact haltzman hit on his wife one time and about got beat up at a bar in, in hot springs but did you that's it that's a true story everyone yes <laughs> yeah. i said oh my story. god you're well, crystal court uh, and it went on from there yeah yeah that's another story another story for another podcast all right we can tell it let's now. go to Okay, go ahead. Well, Crystal Court, uh, I saw her and I said, "Oh, hey, you're Crystal Court," and we, I hit on her a little bit, and I think John got mad. That's the story. Uh, that's that's like the very basic. <laughs> um, John was wasted. We were wasted, and Crystal was look. You know, she was fine. And I think uh, was Aldrin, I can't. I can't vouch. Halterman was very. He was just. He was being very friendly. Very. I mean, it was no. No. Uh, he wasn't milf hunting, as Steve says. <laughs> uh, at least not that I know of. Um, well, I was, but, uh, I was, but yeah. <laughs> I'm milf hunting all the time. These hey, days, by so. the way, they got divorced like two weeks later. I'm just saying. Haltzman really broke up a marriage, is what I hear. Is what is. I think it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> the milf hunter broke up the marriage. What do they say uh, on Step Brother? It's like what? What if what? The, he's got the old lion. What if he sees a young buck or whatever? Remember <laughs> that? What she, what she gets a glimpse of the young buck, you know? <laughs> My chest froze coming up. <laughs> she takes one look at me and she goes, "Oh my God, I've had the old bull. Now I want the young calf." And she grabs me by the wing. Oh shit! That I don't funny. Yeah, that was a good time. Good times. All right, let's go to the race ten. The time. Maybe, uh, maybe she's a story. You should, you should find out after we get off here. Uh, you got a number still? Uh, race ten at Saratoga on Saturday. The Diana Stakes. It's a great one with half a million dollars. Going one way with miles on the turf and make no mistake about this. This may not be a Breeders' Cup type race, but you can bet your ass we're going to see some of these horses in the Breeders' Cup. This is, I mean, shit, these are two really good races, uh, stakes races. Yeah. It's not. It should be. Uh, field of eight. Oh, what no, it's not. It should be. Uh, field of eight lines up for this, this one, this five to two on. on turf. <laughs> are you guys done yet? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just checking. Uh, on La Mista, three to one on Athika, four to one on Summer Romance, three to one Harvey's Little Goyle. I mean, shit. Pocket Square at eight to one. I mean, if you like that horse, you gotta. You, you know, Alter and I picked this horse to win last time out. If you like, if you want to take another shot, you're getting the price that uh, that you would like to see here. Vigilante's Way is a very good horse at twenty to one. It's insane. But you got, I mean, this is a hell of a field here, and there's no doubt about it. These are Breeders' Cup caliber horses. What do you guys think? I, I really think there's only one ho one horse that can beat either of the Charlie Appleby horses. Who is it? The the seven. I don't know. Lamisa for Chad. That, I mean, I, the fact that Charlie Appleby is just keeping horses here now, and like, I mean, we saw what Aiden O'Brien did at the end of Belmont. I mean, Appleby's arguably just as good of a trainer over there as he as O'Brien is. I, I mean, these. I would I would not be shocked if the two Appleby horses went one two again. My only concern is that I I can't really trust Franco on the eight, but I mean, for Appleby, I'll play it. 
Chad Brown has won this race five years in a row. He will win it six with Pocket Square at eight to one. She threw out such a dud last race. Lock though. it up. I'm not jumping off Pocket Square. I'm back no. on Pocket Square one more time. We're getting the price we want, eight to one. I get it. You're like, you want to throw up. I think you got to go deep in the multis if you're going to play this race. But if I'm talking about a winner, I'm betting Pocket Square. I'm going to bet all your money for a beer for that horse. <laughs> Listen, I, Halterman, I actually, I, I want to say, I, you know, I first handicapped it and sent to Halterman uh, for the, the Belmont uh, Stakes Day there, and I was like, I love Pocket Square. He's like, oh, so do I. That's why we end up playing her to win. I, she can beat me here. I'm off of her. Now, if she's sitting there at 8-1, to one, I'll be hard-pressed not to play her, but I, I'm on the other Chad Brown. I think Lamista is really fucking good. And, uh, you know, this horse, you know, debuted at Belmont on a, you know, a good track, you know, finished second to Harvey's Little Goyle, who just ran a huge race that day. But this horse... I mean, Irad's back to get back to ride again. I think this horse, obviously, distance is not a concern. This horse ran overseas very well going long. So I think Lamista is the horse. I'm with Vinny on this. Like, if there's a horse that's going to beat one of these Appleby horses, to me, it's the number seven. I'm going with the pace. Summer romance. Book it. I love how... I love how Slim just, like, looks at the morning line, favorite, just scratches it out, doesn't even look at it. And then after that, he just picks a random angle, and then he's like, yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really handicap that much. So don't That's what the people want to hear that are tuning I just, in. against the family. No, well, I, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, I really, um, you know, it took a lot for Tika to track down Summer Romance in the Just the Game. I know this is a longer race. It was a mile race to Just the Game. This is a mile and eighth. But I, the inner... Saratoga, I've seen a lot of horses get on the lead and just not come back to them. And I just think Summer Romance, I mean, she only lost by three quarters of length to Altica, and you're going to get a better price. I think I'm with Vinny with the two Applebee's, possibly going one, two again, but flip them this time. So put Summer Romance on top. Could we go two Applebee's, two Browns, and yeah, move on? I, that's it. That's, I mean, yeah. in a pick for you. If you really want to cover yourself with a big yeah. ticket, you got to use those four. Because, I'll, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, no, I, oh, I was going to say, I love his angle because Summer Romance, and now listen, Summer Romance got beat by Altica last time out and had the same exact kind of trip and setup. But I'm with him. It's like eventually, if she gets that set up again, Summer Romance well, is going to be tough. The one horse you'd leave off in that situation is Harvey's Little Goyle. And are you guys all against this horse? I, I just, I feel like she, I, I feel like we've already seen her best. And I don't know if her best is good enough to win this race. That, that's my, that's my issue with her. Like I, like she, she kind of runs the same race, but I don't know if it's what she runs. Like I don't know if, a, I don't know if a 102 buyer is going to win here. I really don't. I mean, I think the Applebee's can easily run better than that. I, I just, it's just a hard, hard horse to trust. I think. I think we've already seen the best of her. I mean, I'm fine with playing against her, but she's the one that, you know, you know, that could really piss you off. Mm-hmm. No doubt, I yeah. agree with that. Um, yeah, because you, you know, you can make the case, obviously, that uh, you know she likes this distance, and obviously she's capable of running a big race. But I, I mean, I'm okay, like in if I, on my multis, I'm okay with it. Like I can sleep at night if that horse. If I'm using two Chad Browns and two Applebee's on the turf at Saratoga, and I don't get past that leg, I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, shit. What do you want? So to me, 
I'm okay with doing it, but she is the one uh, that would make, you know, that would uh, possibly ruin things. But, uh, all right, I'm on number seven, Lamista Halterman. You went with, uh, who were you on? Pocket Square. Po oh, yeah, Pocket Square. I think we all picked a different horse, didn't we? I think that, that speaks, I think, yes. And I think that speaks to just how damn good this race is. It is really, really good. You can finish sixth in this race and be a really damn good horse. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it's not a Breeders' Cup winning your event, but it might as well should be because unless, yeah. I mean, there's there's eight horses in the race and you're probably going to see at least half of them in the Breeders' Cup. Mm -hmm. yep. All right, well, all the actions at Saratoga and these guys here obviously don't give two shits about uh, what's happening on the West Coast at Del Mar, but some of us do. And Del Mar is running the San Diego Handicap on Saturday, race 10, the grade two. We're 250K for three-year-olds and upwards going one and 16th miles. This seems like a race uh, that's almost an automatic race here for number four Royal Ship for Richard Mandela. Mike Smith to ride, Foxfield Farms own. This horse has been really, really good this year. Of course, the Kilroy Mile scratched that one out of the turf, but since going on the dirt wins, beats Country Grammar, then Country Grammar magically beats the horse next time out in the Gold Cup. But it's Mandela's race to lose, in my opinion. Royal Ship seems like a lock. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, gets away from country grammar and gets away from the juice i think that's going to be good for royal ship this horse ran too good to lose last time out it's a fantastic race i i think this is like a pretty decent older handicap type of horse i think this horse is coming on so i will take royal ship here i'm not really excited to watch this race to be completely honest with everybody um but i do think royal ship gets the job done here well do you do you think considering the buyers of these horses the last two efforts being that is Mandela, you know, obviously uh, Fox Hill. Like, is this a, I don't want to say legit, but is this like a classic type horse, obviously, especially being a Del Mar? I think it's going to be interesting because, you know, the, the Breeders' Cup Classic will be at Del Mar. So if he comes out here and, and just beats the shit out of some of these horses that aren't that good, then yeah, I, I think he kind of becomes like that, you know, fourth or fifth ranked type of older uh, horse. Um, you know, the, I mean, Listen, Rushy's not terrible. Express Train is not terrible, I guess. Um, you know, they're not great either. But listen, he should win by a couple links. And if he does, and he does what he's supposed to do, I, I do think he's in the conversation. I, I don't see how he wouldn't be. Slim, I know you've been working on this race for the last couple of days. What do you think of this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure going to pick any. I'm going to pick, yeah. Sheriff Brown. Sheriff Brown is a half to that <laughs> horse that won the Stillman Derby. What was that horse's name? He got hurt before the Derby. Kentucky Derby. Yeah. They got the horse's name. Jeez. Someone knows, please put it on the I chat. I'd be shocked if somebody knew this off the top of their head. <laughs> he was also trained by Todd Fincher. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Ghost. Runaway Ghost. Yes. He's a half to Runaway Ghost, Sheriff Brown. But I'm not picking Sheriff Brown. And I, I, I think Royal Ship is no favorite, Slim. But he's the favorite. I'll pick Express Train. <laughs> he's also right. a half to uh, my top choice. Uh, my my top. I'll pick Express top Train. Pick. Um, I mean, he lost Senior to Royal Ship in the last race. Exactly. So exactly. Tass is greater than Royal Ship. Yep. That's a true. That's, uh, that's a true. Older the classic male. winner will not. Tacitus is such a donkey. Tacitus, Tacitus, Tacitus is training in Saratoga. Man's he would win back. this race. Tacitus is here in this town right now. Tacitus. We got to get out of here. <laughs> 
Casas will get second in this race. There's no doubt. They're mind. not bringing that donkey up here to Saratoga. He's I, hope they, I hope they start. Vinny, do you have a pick here? Or are you just are you just saying? Yeah, no. I actually I think I I like Express Train. His trip last time out wasn't the greatest. I mean I I mean Royal Ship definitely is the horse to beat, but Express Train was wide that whole journey. I think he's got. I think he, he's still improving. Um, I don't know. I don't think this field is that great. I, I would be I would be shocked if any of these horses like that made the class, if any of these horses actually ran in the class, like let alone finished in the top four. I don't think this is a deep field at all. Um, but I think Express Train fits here. So I'll, I'll hope he gets a little bit better of a trip. I think he was like four wide most of the way or five wide most of the way last time. If he doesn't do that, he's, He's right there with Royal Ship, I think, and he'll be a better price. Let's not forget Express Train seemed like he was going to win this, the the big cap back in March. Of course, Idol ran him down late. Uh, of course, Idol training up to the Classic, which is always a smooth move whenever a, uh, you know yeah. you 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 win a race in March and train up to the Classic. But yeah, I think it's between the four and the five here. I like number four, Royal Ship best. And five, let's bring it all the way back to Monmouth Park, all the way back to Saturday. We are on Saturday, but back to the race prior, or before, I'm sorry, to the Haskell race 11 in the United Nations. This is a grade one with 500K for three-year-olds and up, going one and three-eighths miles on the turf. You know, I talked about earlier in the Diana, I know these are the male side, but, you know, a lot of horses from that race, even though it's not a Breeders' Cup when you're in, a lot of those horses will be in the Breeders' Cup. I'm not so sure. There's probably a couple in here. Field of 10 lines up for this one. 8 to 5 on number 1, Arclo. Uh, to me, that seems low. You're going to try to beat this horse. You got a couple Chad Browns in here to do so if you want. Who do you guys like? Go ahead, Slim. I'm going with the number 10, Tribuvan. Because you know what? Domestic spending is the best turf horse in America. And he ran second to him in the Manhattan and domestic spending and in this race. So that's the easiest angle. I'm going triple band. I, listen, I think that's a really good pick. I, I, I'm i skeptical of him and here's why. He got a perfect trip in that race, right? And, and, and I know, you know, his talent carried him a little ways as well, but he got a perfect trip. Nobody was out there. And, you know, he got passed pretty easily by domestic spending like most people would, but he just kind of tripped out. I looked at this race. There is a ton of speed in this race. I'm a little worried about him here. I think he's going to go out and kind of be a rabbit. He might set it up for a stable mate of his, the eight master piece. I think masterpiece going to come off the pace here. I think he's going to be tough to hold off. Um, you know, horse kind of coming into this race pretty well. Chad Brown, a little bit sneaky. Joel Rosario. I like when Rosario's on a closer for Chad Brown. I'm going to go Masterpiece. I like that price of 4-1 to as well. Vinny, who you like? I actually like Masterpiece as well. Well, sure. Well, so I think Masterpiece is... I'm, I actually was surprised to see him here. I was kind of hoping he'd be in Saratoga, but I think he fit, I think he fits well, and like Aaron said, there is a ton of speed here, so he should get a very good trip if he's good enough. Well, you know... My best friend, Saratoga Slim, once said, Tripuvin. Or how I said it. <laughs> and that's who I'm rolling with. I like this horse too, Slim. I, think this horse, I get the fact that it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, oh, and that's one of the angles I thought was like, oh, you know, he's in the race just like he was for domestic spending in a sense to set it up. But this horse was really good in the Fort Marcy, came back in the Manhattan, 
like you say, you got beat by domestic spinning. What more do you want? This horse has been very good. Hey, and guess what? Pratt's going to go win two races in a row here. He's going in this, and he's going to win uh, with Hot Rod Charlie in the next one. I love the fact that you get, hot, uh, that, uh, you get Pratt here, which gives you options, How you know what kind of ride you're going to get. This horse can win off, but he's got enough early pace to, to be close. I don't necessarily think he needs to be on the lead. I like him since, you know, without Lasix, he's been very good. And with and then with Lasix, he's been really good. So he's a very versatile horse. To me, I like the 10 a little bit better than the 8. But I definitely think, to me, I, the biggest thing I could take from this race is I I would much prefer to play the two Chad Browns, or I guess three Chad Browns, yeah. um, than I would play an arc load 8-5. to five. I agree. I agree with that. And the fact that the other Chad gets uh, Paco. I mean, Paco is always good for what, like three wins on a card, a uh, mammoth card. Yeah. Um, so, especially on I a mean, big day like this. <laughs> right. Right. Yep. I mean, if you're going to use the other two Chads, you might as well use Paco. You might as well throw the other Paco on in too, because that one's going to be the highest price of all of them. And you'd hate to have a, a $20 Paco horse beat you at Mama. Yep. <laughs> so all the time we have checks out racedudes.com for our free picks and of course our premium selections on our products page with the get racing dudes premium button on the menu at racedudes.com to learn more remember that inside track the 2021 haskell stakes wagering guide is available right now for download go check it out on the products page as well features in-depth analysis of all sticks race on the card including of course the haskell and the united nations we just talked about plus you'll get stakes analysis at saratoga on saturday with the diana and the sanford RacingDudes.com is your destination site for all free horse racing picks and information. We're on Twitter at RacingDudes and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Let's do us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, your website, RacingDudes.com. Remember, these guys will be at the track this weekend. Slim, Vinny, and of course, Hollis Rune will be at the track. So you got to go. If, you, if, if you're going to be there Friday or Saturday, make sure you hit them up on Twitter and uh, you know, go buy them a beer. I'm doing you guys a favor. Yeah, so the seminar today, they paid us some beer, so I thought that was nice of them. How many, like, what was it worth in beer? Like, how many beers was it worth? Well, I we only drank two, but I think they would have given us as many as we wanted. It seemed that way. He would check by every couple of minutes. Are you guys good? It's like, yeah, we're good. Because <laughs> I didn't want to get, like, trashed because it was the first time we've ever done that seminar at that place. So. Well, I think uh, I saw the Whitney Day we get trashed, but Whitney Day is gonna be a mess. Now that we know, yeah. Whitney Day, I cannot wait. Yes, yeah, so now that I know this and I'll be there for Whitney, I'm definitely gonna take advantage of the free beer at the seminar. So yeah, uh, it'll be like me at the uh, the the what was that the was that the Pegasus when I was like two handing Miller Lights Florida Derby, Florida Derby, yeah. That'll be yeah. me and stuff in my backpack. Um, make sure you go check out the Magic Mike show. What they do? They did the. They have like. Five, every time I look, they do another uh, another podcast. See, Magic uh, yeah. and John Lee's did uh, Del Mar, and of course they did one yeah. um, of uh, for Saratoga, uh, the late pick four as well. So you want to make sure you go check out the Magic Mike show as well. Of course, as blinkers off if you want to listen to the final version of this tomorrow uh any final thoughts you guys obviously be there final thoughts as you guys are uh the eve of uh a friday there at saratoga yeah first race gun it baby <laughs> that's it it's my boy. that's all i gotta say i'm gonna take a picture of gun it and send it to you jared thank you that's yes your boy that's your boy <laughs> the legend continues two races by the way <laughs> two races he's ever won i just looked i looked in the pps he sold for 2.6 million dollars has made two hundred and sixty thousand dollars so he's made one tenth of the money they sold for That's it was a, it was amazing about his story is that day when he i can't remember if it was an allowance you have the pps out allowance or that made special weight when he won in december 
And of course, yeah. I had just got him in my in the second round that year, and we all thought, "Oh my gosh, Jared just got like the the steal of the of the whole draft." And that horse has won one race since that day. It's insane. Yeah, but he's in the, at the spa tomorrow, you know. And what, what better place to be at the spa tomorrow and really all weekend long? So Gunnett is ahead of the game, uh, you know, when it comes to hit like four hundred six, right? Mihos, Mihos, we can buy Mihos eighty thousand tomorrow, man. Yeah, Mihos, first time for Brad Cox tomorrow. I think that'll be an interesting horse. So, yeah, there's a lot, lot of good times tomorrow to be had at the track and, and this weekend. Um, I, I can't overstate it enough. It, just walking in this place, it's good for the soul. I, it, it was just amazing being back today. Yeah, I uh, definitely looked it. So, how was the weather? Perfect. It was hot. Perfect. Hot today. Don't listen to him. It was perfect. Hot. Hot no, I sweated my balls. Better than rain. Yeah, it's better than yeah. rain, but it was it, it was, was hot. hot. It was sticky. It was stickier than usual today. Uh, Humid. What, what kind of bankroll you got going tomorrow, Slim? Bankroll? I'm gonna play a pick five and I'm going home. No, that's a <laughs> lie. He's a lion. <laughs> I'm playing early pick. Five the early pick even. five, like you're early pick five. The late pick five. Samuel bombs early pick five ticket, and that's it. Look, at, the, look at that. Look at that plug. Or bullshit. Yeah, no shit. Maybe Ricky, Ricky Rockets. Rockets. Ricky Rockets hit the pick five today. I don't know. Maybe I should play the Ricky Rockets, yeah. not the Samuel. Nah, he's he 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 got he he spent you blew his load too early. He'll he'll be he'll be over for the rest yeah. of the couple days. So. Well, forty for forty in early pick fives. Yeah. The greatest handicap and feed in the history of Saratoga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna earn that name. Oh. BDR. All right. I'll let you guys get back to it. Uh, thank you so much, Vinny and Slim, for joining Blinkers Off, Halterman. You know, go fuck yourself, man. You're welcome. Just, you know, I, I, I miss you. Um, but no, anyways, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Slim, Vinny, I definitely miss you, Slim, okay? I miss you, okay? Wait. Vinny, I, I feel like I see Vinny all the yeah. time. I never see you. Slim, so. then aren't you hooking Jared up with some girl? Yes. 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 I won't be here Whitney weekend, but I'll make sure she. The girl's gonna be yeah. here though. She'll be here, yeah. That's good. That'll be better. What was it? What was it you said to me? Like, do you want to like get to know her first, or just just? Is that, <laughs> it's just like a one and, one and done type I mean, scenario. Or call her. Or just like, I said. I, I said give me. I said give me your information when I get there. <laughs> she doesn't drink. No. Really? Because she owns a horse. So. She doesn't drink. Well, she owns a horse and a donkey. She owns a That's donkey. a. He owns a horse and a donkey, a bunch of chickens, and two dogs. Is she is she okay with guys who drink a yeah. lot? Yeah, she's fine with that. Okay, perfect. That's fine. Perfect. Okay. Wow. Is she is she a mom? No. Not a mom. Well, that's that's not a, that's in Halton. That's not in Halton's wheelhouse. He's more of a milk hunter. Yeah, Crystal Court's out tonight. I got to get out of here. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm coming, Crystal. I'm coming. All right. I'm Jared Welch. He's Aaron Alterman. He's Saratoga Slim. And he's Vinny. See you guys. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. (laughs) I'm coming, Crystal. I'm coming.